You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is to be the best mom ever and most importantly, stay sane while we do it. So today is really exciting because I am talking with the author of this book. Um, So I actually am really enjoying this book or enjoyed this book. It's called Five Jobs Mommies Can Work From Home by Ladine McCoy. And we're going to be talking with Ladine today. So hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good, good. Thank you so much for putting this book out. I just wanted to share with you some things that I, in particular, have enjoyed about the book, because I think a lot of the moms who will get the book will enjoy these things. First of all, I appreciate the size and how big it is. It's a quick read. (laughs) That is what I like about it, because you know, and I have a ton of like books on many different things. I like how-to books and mom books, like you name it, whatever. But sometimes I don't actually get to finish them all because you don't have the time to, you know, this is a book a mom can actually finish. You know what I mean? And it's very targeted. It's like, okay, these are the five jobs. And there are a couple of them that I never would have considered that are very interesting. So I want to ask you first, like, what was your reasoning for putting this book out to moms? Well, you know, it was twofold. Um, I actually was inspired um, by my mother um, because uh, she had six kids. I had uh, it was six siblings wow. and um, she had passed uh, a few years ago. And so um, I have also mixed with a human resource experience. And so one day, you know, I was always writing my journal. Mm-hmm. And one day I was, I thought about some of the things that she told me, you know, about not being scared to try new things. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to write a book that that's inspired by her because she was an excellent mm-hmm. mother and combine that with my HR experience and inspire other mothers. Wow. That is amazing. What a nice thing to do. I mean, the fact that, you know, I, I love some of the things that you said there, that your mom inspired you. And that's something for me you know, I hope I'm able to do with my kids, you know, mine are still really young. So time is going to tell, you know, I still have like a pretty long way to go. But that's something that's in my mind. Like, I want them to think of me when they become adults, in a positive way and remember all the things that I'm trying to teach them. So what you just saying right now is something that I hope, you know, my kids will one day say about me, you know, that's the goal of every mom, you know, is like, okay, you know, my mom was great for this, or my mom taught me that, you know, and they pass it on to their kids or what have you. But um, yeah, that's, that's beautiful. But um, so I just wanted to share a couple of things from the book. So it's basically, you know, five things that moms can do from home. And I think that's important, because especially right now, you know, with the whole COVID situation, a lot of moms are at home more than ever. A lot of them have, you know, left corporate jobs and looking for different things to do. Um, But there was this one right here that I really um, liked. And it was actually the medical transcriptionist. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is one that a lot of moms will actually have the skills, some of the skills already and know how to do. And you list in your book, like some things that are required of this job description. You give like the things that you need, like you mentioned the USB headset, you need transcription software, you need a foot pedal, you know, um, 
and everything and some resources of where you can go to actually, you know, get that get that done, get, get the things that you need, basically. So I really like this one because I feel like a lot of moms do have like data entry experience. Like if they've been coming from working in the office or whatever, this could be a smooth transitioner. You know what I mean? Yes, it, it really can. Um, and, and actually um, in all five of these jobs in here, um, I either personally was trained in or worked in so I have experience in these in these in these different fields, um, and so your medical transcription, as we can see, as, as long as we have sick people, there will always be medical transcription jobs. <laughs> so now, that's true. That's a pretty secure. You said something right there. That's something we could definitely think about and consider because now I think with the whole pandemic, it's made people kind of realize like, hey, there are some jobs that are essential that it will basically take, you know, something really big for those jobs to completely disappear, you know, so this is definitely one of those jobs. So that was that's a really good one. Wow. Another thing that I like um, in this book is that it gives you this like mompreneur checklist. What was your idea behind the checklist? <laughs> well, you know, as a, a business owner also, I, I've learned that um, you can keep something very, in order to inspire people, especially, especially mothers, they don't have a lot of time. They're very busy with their children. So whatever they learn, it should be straight to the point, motivating and inspiring. So that's why I came up with the little worksheet in the back. So they can just answer those five questions, mm -hmm. sort of think out their plan and, and their ideas. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's simple, but it's at the same time, it's powerful because it can motivate them to find out which road they want to take to be a mompreneur. Right, right. And I really, I really like that because a lot of moms now are mompreneurs, you know, I'm a mompreneur and a lot of the listeners of this podcast and viewers on the YouTube are mompreneurs as well. And I've had them on, you know, and, and, and you too. So it's something that I really feel is another thing that moms can go into because sometimes it's it's harder at first to create your own position, to create your own job, but it can be very rewarding as well. And then you have your own schedule, you know, that you can kind of work with. So that's another thing that I really like. Another thing that I really liked, I like some of your words right here in the conclusion of the book. And I'll just read this um, one little paragraph. It says, what is your passion? What is your niche? Five options are laid out for you in the previous pages. Who says you cannot try them all or maybe one at a time? Sometimes you have to taste a little of each to make your final decision. You have the tools. Now it's time to take action. You can do it. I love that. You know, <laughs> just reading through it, it's just like very uplifting and encouraging words that you need to hear. You know what I mean? And, and you know, sometimes, and I think what happens a lot of times is mothers downplay the talents that they have. Um, oh. Good mothers are, you know, they multitask all the time. They hold down all these positions that they're not paid for. So they have these hidden talents. They just need that, that motivation to bring it out. And sometimes, just like with any entrepreneur, is that sometimes you have to try different, different um, things to find out which one you really love, which one's your passion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, you said something there because like, I think a skill that a lot of moms probably have is time management skills. And that can be applied to so many different jobs. And that's probably one that can kind of moms, like you said, don't even realize they have because they just thinking, oh, I'm just managing my household. I'm saying, okay, kids go to bed at this time. We eating dinner at this time, whatever. But that's time management skills, you know? And I, when you have a kid, like that goes into high gear because you basically can't survive if you don't have time management skills. So you got to get those time management skills like on point. So that can definitely transition to um, any of these positions. So um Let's talk a little bit about um, some of the things that you said that your mom, she was a great mom, you know, um, what are some of the things that encourage you and that can encourage the other moms about her? You know, to teach us to not be afraid of trying different jobs. For example, um, there were six siblings. And so um, she, she asked us if we wanted to go to Disneyland. Um, my, my dad worked also, but she also had a, a, a child care at home. That was one of her jobs. But she asked me where to go to Disneyland, and we were on a tight budget. So she said, okay, well, we will deliver telephone books. And we had telephone book routes. Um, we had carts, and she had some of us take the plastic off, some of us help deliver it. Um, and the reason why I mention that story is because it's ingrained in me, my, me and my siblings' mind to this day that if you want to go somewhere, if you want to reach a goal, you have to work hard. It's just yes. not given to you. And, and, and so that, that type of work ethic is ingrained in us now, even, even all my siblings as we're older. Wow, that is so, oh, what a cute story. She's like, look, we're going to make this go. I think that's great. You know, how old were you guys when you were delivering the telephone books? You know, I can't remember the exact age, but we were, I mean, we were like stair steps. Right. And, 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 and we made it to Disneyland. We and made it to Disneyland. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Because, you know, the kids who have to work for stuff, you know, and I don't mean it. I hope no one takes this the wrong way. But I do feel like when we just hand stuff to our kids constantly, those kids, from what I have seen, because, you know, just growing up, you have your um, peers, you know, and you stay in contact with some of those people. Some of the ones who have had a little bit rougher, and so, and not necessarily rough, but have had to work for stuff, you know, had their parents setting the goals like that, ended up doing a little bit better. And at least in the sense I'm saying doing better when challenges have happened in their life they've been able to make a plan and get through it versus mm -hmm. the ones that were just like handed stuff you know they kind of had like a cushy life and you know they really didn't have to deal with anything challenging that they had to work for until adulthood you know and I feel like they also you know were dissatisfied with their jobs more often too you know because right. it's like they just were not used to conforming and working to a goal and everything. So I think that's a very good example for all of us. I'm going to definitely keep that in mind, you know, and, and give them some incentives like that. Because one thing I started with my kids was their little bank accounts, you know, when they were born. And then so I have those little goals that I work towards, you know, I say, hey, you know, if it's in your bank account, you know, I mean, the one can't even like fully talk yet. But still, I'm like, look, I'm starting this early because, I'd rather just start early than 
not and everything. So yeah, that was definitely a really good, a really good incentive. Um, now there was one other one in here that was interesting to me and that was voiceover artists. So you were saying that this is a good one um, in the book and I am gonna just share just one of the quick statistics that you listed here in the book. It says, according to Zip Recruiter, as of February 2019, the average annual pay for a voiceover actor in the U.S. is $72,000 a year. Now, that is a significant chunk of change. So immediately I was like, okay, you know, I want to know more about that. Now, I've dabbled in um, that part of the creative industry, not exactly in voiceovers, but in some other things. So production is definitely like a fun one to get into. And there's a lot that you can do from home editing or whatever, but voiceover artists. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Cause is that one that you also have experienced in as well? Sure. Uh, yes. Um, in freelance. So, so how uh, the voiceover uh, experience came into play. Um, I was on Craigslist one day and um, and I was looking at voiceover artist mm-hmm. positions. And in San Francisco, they had a, um, a they needed a, corp- a female voice for a corporate diversity human resource training video. Mm. So I didn't have any recordings of my voice. They want, they want you to audition. Um, so I said, okay, I'm going to Google, I'm going to search the address and the name of the person who was listed and um, call on telephone and um, leave my audition on voicemail. Oh. And that's what I did. And the, and the guy called me back and said, I, he said, wow, <laughs> you didn't have a recording, but you put it on the voicemail. You found my number. I said, yes, I did. Um, and he was impressed. And, and he called me in to San Francisco and, and I did the voiceover and I was excited and I was like, oh my goodness, this is so much fun. And and I told him, call me back whenever you um, have any other projects. And so he started to call me every so often whenever he had any freelance projects. Uh-huh. And um, and so and so that's when I realized, you know what, there's so many different avenues you go into. And that's why I had to put that in the book because mothers, mothers a lot of times they speak in baby voices and cartoon voices to their babies, to their children, to uh, watching these cartoons. Um, and so they don't realize they have these abilities too. There, there are agencies that like mentioned in the book, like voices.com, I'm still signed up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and voices.com is connected with almost all the major commercials that you see on TV, they're connected with those, those big companies. Oh, wow. Look at that. Wow. Now that is encouraging. Now I I think I'm going to give that one a try myself. And you do have that website listed here in the book. That is really cool. So like as far as voices goes, what do you actually like need to do to be on that platform and everything? First, I would recommend um, getting a professional recording Mm -hmm. of your in, in different now, for, first you want to you want to figure out which direction you would like to go in. So, do you want to be in the, like a professional business voiceover type of type of gig, or do you want are you looking for like commercials or cartoon voice, or you might want to try all of them. So, make a recording of each category. Of your voice, mm. if, you try, if your voice is versatile, versatile like that, then then make a professional recording. 
so that when you send it out automatically, when you're, you know, um, sometimes they just want, they want the sample, you know, okay, you can do a cartoon voice or something like that. If you can do a professional uh, human resource type of voice, they want you to send out a professional recording. So have a professional sample recording um, ahead of time in, in your electronic file. And then when you audition, because there's a lot of auditions and it is competitive, but if you can get into a good contract, contract, then, you know, you're, it's, it's can be pretty nice. Wow, that is very encouraging. I'm gonna try to sign myself up. You know, I'm sitting here thinking, mm, I wonder if my mic is good enough. What I need to do to get really involved with because I know, you know, they have a certain way that they, you know, listen. There's certain things that they listen for with certain voices and everything like that, and the ranges that they look for and everything. But I'm gonna give this one a try myself because. Hey, I'm recording my voice here on this podcast, so I may as well throw it out there and see what happens. Like to all the mothers, and is don't feel that your voice is is something that they may not want because they want a variety of ranges of voices. Um, for example, when I when I went into that um, voiceover gig and for the corporate uh, video. Um, I went in and I was speaking real robotic at first when I when we first recorded. And the guy said, No, no, I want you to sound like yourself. I want you, no, don't, don't, you know, slow down or, or try to speak like somebody else. Speak exactly like yourself. That's what they want. So a lot of times on their auditions, they'll say, you know, they want a certain accent or they want to, you know, but they they want a variety of different voices, from raspy to squeaky to high pitched to rough. I mean it's all type of voices. Wow, that is so interesting. Now, so since this is something that the moms are able to do from home as a voiceover artist, that means that they will basically be doing their own recordings at home. So what does it look like from the the mom at home portion, you know? Okay, so the mom at home portion, yes. Uh, do your research, get a good mic. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, on voices.com, they give some really good tips on um, purchasing, they'll tell you what type of mic to purchase, which one picks up the sound better. The lady even gave me some really good advice because she knew I was um, very low budget. <laughs> and so she even gave some practical advice. She said, hey, while you're recording, you know, um, put a cover over you. And, you know, if you don't have a professional setup yet to keep the sound in. I mean, I mean, they were really helpful. And, but as far as on a long-term basis, you know, get a good mic, get a good soundproof, um, the little soundproof block for your um, for your computer area, your desk area, um, and, and there's a, a variety of other things that they suggest that you get um, to keep your recordings flawless. Wow, I am definitely look. I'm on the budget tip too. I'm gonna try to be sitting up here doing my <laughs> podcast with. <laughs> like it over my head sometimes I listen to it and I go oh it sounds a little high-pitched or yeah so always room for improvement so thank you guys who've been bearing with me on on some of these recordings because I know they haven't sound been sounding the best but um so now this book is really really nice and I want to point out to people that they can actually get this on Amazon right yes Uh uh-huh and they can also get it at Barnes and Noble Yes. That is excellent. That is amazing. That's really amazing. I mean, you know, this is great for all the mompreneurs out there. If you want to, you know, 
investigate or, you know, have any further questions or anything, I would definitely maybe recommend, you know, reaching out on um, Lyndon's social media page and anything like that, because, you know, a lot of moms, you know, this is just great. You know, if you can get something published, maybe you are a writer, you know, there could be some moms out there that are writers. This is encouraging in that way too, that, you know, if you could get your things on Amazon or in Barnes and Noble, that's great. Now, how is it working? So I guess now for the Barnes and Noble part, it's mainly like Barnes and Noble online since the, I think the stores are closed. Yeah, mostly Barnes and Nobles online or in, in some, some Barnes and Nobles you can do like a curbside pickup, but they, they ship it to you. You, they, you know, they can ship it to you really fast. Okay, okay. And um, what actually, I can't remember off the top of my head, but what was the price for this one on Amazon? Uh, there, it's, it's, it's discounted. Um, it's, it's twelve. It's twelve dollars and ninety-five cents for the hard copy. Oh, okay. Um, if, they, if they get the electronic copy, then it's nine ninety-nine. Oh, that's nice. So yeah, if you got like your iPad or, you know, Kindle, whatever you use, just give it a quick download. And I think this is one, you know, sometimes you download stuff and you like, I just need a hard copy. Like it's just too much to read through online. At some point I need to hold something in my hand, but this, you could definitely do it on that version. It wouldn't be like overwhelming or anything like that. So All right. Well, this has been informative. I personally have very much enjoyed this. I even wrote a couple of my little goals down in here and everything. And I plan to refer back to it and just super encouraging and nice. So thank you so much for sharing this with us. Thank you for having me. I I feel so privileged to be on here speaking about the book and for you um, requesting for me to be on here. Oh, no, thank you. I really appreciate it. I love, you know, because this is great information for moms. And, you know, kind of the goal here at Work at Mommy is just to, you know, provide useful resources for moms, for women. And this is something that is a useful resource and that is encouraging and can help them reach their goals, all of us. So, All right, guys. Well, that is it for today. I hope you have found this information to be encouraging. I highly suggest picking up this book again on Amazon. And I will also put the links for you guys in um, the description on podcast. And I'll also put it in the description on YouTube as well. So you can have a direct link to this book. And again, it's called Five Jobs Mommies Can Work From Home. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening to Work It Mommy. Have a great day, and we'll see you in the next episode.